Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Unraveling Minds podcast. My name is Rick Hernandez. I am a social work grad student, a drug and alcohol counselor, and most importantly, a father of two beautiful children. The Unraveling Minds podcast is a podcast about critical thinking conversations, about psychology, social work, politics, and events happening in our galaxy. I hope at the end of this episode, you're able to get a different perspective, a fresh view into the topics that we will be discussing, and that you're able to take these topics and these conversations outside of this audio and being able to engage other individuals in critical thinking conversations. I hope that as a result of this podcast, you're able to grow as an individual, you gain some new knowledge, and you're able to influence in a positive way those that are around you. Thank you so much for listening. In today's episode, I have a special guest with me today, Luis Vargas, and we'll be covering topics that have been happening this week. It is uh, January 8th today, and we'll be talking about the events that occur on January 6th and on our opinions in what we think led to uh, those events and kind of uh, where do we go from here. I know in today's episode, I wanted to cover a review of 2020, but we're in 2021, uh, first full week, and it has already been quite a week. So let me introduce my guest, is Luis Vargas, and I'll let him introduce himself. Hi. Uh, yeah. Happy New Year first. Uh, start off with that. Um, glad to be here. Um, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, my name is uh, Luis Vargas. Um, I'm from Los Angeles and San Fernando Valley. And um, pr- professionally, I work in IT. And um, passionately, I work for I do photography and videography. I've probably been doing both, been doing both for about ten years now, and um, yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way, you know. But uh, yeah, thank you for. One thing we didn't uh, mention is me. uh, you are my cousin. Yeah, so yeah, we are cousins, and we do both uh, love photography. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We've gone to a lot of photography events uh, pre-COVID, and uh, Damn, when was the last great. one we went to? Damn, I actually it was February. Remember? No, it was, yeah, it was towards the end of February. Um, okay. It was, no, middle of February, the Valentine's one. Remember? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. There's a lot of hearts. 2020, February 2020, before yep. all of this happened. Yep. Oh, yep. COVID. Yep. Remember, I got some good pictures. It was actually, I was really excited for the year because um, um, I had uh, just come off of having my first photography exhibition. Uh, yes. August um, 2019. If somebody and wanted to see your exhibition, how can they see some of the pictures or some of the work that you have done? Um, they can go visit my website um, or my Instagram account. My website is digitaldao.com, D-G-T-L, Dow, D-A-O.com. And uh, my Instagram handle is at luisv.io. But um, yeah, there you can see a lot of my my passion work, um, photography and uh, videography. But uh, yeah, I was pretty excited for 2020 as far as uh, um, working uh, with my camera. Um, you know, I had just uh, had that exhibition. It's my first time. It was a fundraiser. And uh, it was pretty successful. I was able, I had uh, 13 pictures uh, exhibited and I was able to auction off, sell about uh, six of the pictures. So we uh, were able to give some money to a 
good grassroots organization that works with uh, refugees in the San Fernando Valley. And so, um, yeah, that's that's why I got into to photography and arts to be a medium to help, you know, or a tool to be able to help people, um, you know, but, uh, but yeah. And you have been uh, working um, in the streets, basically, in the sense of uh, covering whoa, whoa, different political... Streets? What you mean in the streets? <laughs> like actually like being involved in like the movements that have been going on in the past years. This is not something that um, you have just jumped on in the past few years, but you have been working in different types of projects, which I know the one of them has been um, a documentary that you made in regards to uh, Occupy LA. Can you talk to, talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, um, I started um, covering protest um, after the WikiLeaks um, documents came out, videos came out, uh, because I was working as a computer technician. I naturally gravitated towards that, uh, anonymous and all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I um, joined uh, or was attracted to or gravitated towards uh, Occupy Wall Street in 2011 um, and have been covering protest actions in Los Angeles uh, since then. Um, all the filming we I did uh, during Occupy Wall Street, uh, worked with other uh, filmmakers and photographers and uh, we were able to release a documentary about the Occupy Los Angeles um, protest movement. And um, yeah, we uh, we got that on most platforms. And uh, I'd say it was pretty successful as far as uh, movies or documentaries about uh, Occupy Wall Street or anarchists uh, can be successful, you know? Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was yeah covered that all right so i know originally we had <laughs> spoken and we had talked about doing like a maybe 2020 year in review and what lessons did we learn and maybe we'll cover some of that today in this episode but i just kind of want to talk about just the events that occur and leading up to what happened on wednesday 11 6 2021 i think everybody looking at online looking at different uh, profiles everybody was really excited to kind of leave 2020 behind and we all know the pandemic's not just going to disappear. But right. I think it kind of gave people some hope in the sense like, okay, 2020 was horrible. Let's just leave this damn year behind and let's move forward now that we have a vaccine, um, a new president-elect that we're going to confirm on Wednesday. And right. then this occurred. <laughs> Seeing the headlines, some people are mentioning, do you agree or not that this is one of the darkest days in the history of America in the recent years? Um, I'm going to say no, like the media has been playing it off. Like this is a Pearl Harbor event. And okay. I think I heard some senators quoting, uh, the president when that happened, um, making it seem like it's 9-11. Yeah, it was, it, it was an intense moment, but I wouldn't say that it was like the darkest, you know? I think it was dark for the sense of democracy itself, but not... Not comparing it to Pearl Harbor, not comparing it to 9-11, right, not right. comparing it to other events. But yes, I do agree with you in the sense that the media, I think it's also make Because it is something big that happened. Right, um, right. And unless you're living under a rock, uh, you are very well aware that um, 
a group of Trump supporters, a very large group, stormed the Capitol in order to halt the counts or the certification of the Electoral College votes to put up, right. to declare that Joe Biden is going to be the next president of the United States. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, I'd say more it's what the media is playing is like, they're shocked. They're so surprised. Like, how could this happen? Or how did we let this happen? Or nobody saw this coming when people have been blowing the horn and the whistle saying, look, this, this is dangerous. Even in 2000, right after Donald Trump got elected, 2007, the next year, uh, when they had that Unite the Right event. Mm -hmm. And all these people descended onto Charleston, North Carolina, and they showed up with tiki torches and dressed up like Klansmen and, and, and like, you know, and so a lot of people have been saying like, look, we should take this, this group more seriously. I think the media played a huge role in creating this, this, this monster Definitely. Uh, by think it's, not it's, taking it serious, yeah. just playing it off as like, oh, they're just like a small group of people. Uh, no, they, they, there's a lot. You know, as we can see by how close the the, the election was, um, and uh, they are they're violent. You know, they they got uh, they got weapons. Um, they're not afraid to say that they got weapons, um, and and threatened uh, a people. Um, actually, downtown uh, yesterday, or when when that was going on, uh, some of my friends were down there uh, reporting it, and some of them got assaulted. Um, you know, there's there's a ton of footage of. Of people, I think a, a, a guy with a camera got beat up. And there was an African woman that got maced by yes. the yeah. uh, people that were uh, protesting uh, in regard in favor of Trump. Yeah, and there was a couple of videos circulating the web where they were macing just random strangers, and these random strangers happened to be black, and they were getting maced at yeah. random on yeah. quotations, um, and they were just being attacked for no reason. Yeah, I mean, even I think there's a lot. There's a pictures going around how uh, a black woman was held against her will. Um, this guy just kind of bear hugged her and while other, well, she couldn't defend herself and other people there were, ta were uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, pepper spraying her. Um, and so the police and the media reported um, that night that there weren't any incidents and it was just a small group of people there. But uh, if you just go online, you can see that they were multiple incidents of violence um, where um, reporters, journalists, and uh, the media uh, were attacked by by uh, by these, uh, these Trump supporters. And it's kind of starting to look like out here, and I don't want to make a comparison to gangs, but, you know, if you're from a rival gang... You wear the different color, you wear a different hat, and you're in the wrong neighborhood. You're going to be attacked violently. Uh, but it's now starting to look like in different parts of the country where if you're wearing a MAGA hat, uh, somebody from Black Lives Matter or from uh, different other uh, organizations or groups might attack you. And now you have Trump supporters where if you're wearing something of Black Lives Matter or you're wearing anything else, they will attack you as well. Like starting to look like the such divisiveness just everywhere right we're definitely in a point where america is very polarized and needs to figure out um 
you know which direction yeah and you know what and 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 i i like i don't know if you haven't seen it uh andrew schwartz in netflix the one about the media um the last i think episode. i think i saw some some okay and i think he does a great job covering it where he talks about like we have to put and i think trump did do this a, a great job in putting the spotlight on the fake news and just the way that the media is covering this and whatever you're consuming, like if you're stuck watching CNN all day, yeah. you're thinking that there was a coup. No, it was not a coup. There was the army was not involved. It was not to overthrow the president. It was not to take over. And now we have man, Trump into 2050. If, if that was no coup, man. If you and somebody pointed this out, um, as soon as they made it into uh, Congress or the, mm-hmm. the building. Um, you know, they looked like they were all with their cell phones out. It looked like they were all in awe, like they actually did it, like, you know, like photo ops and right. stuff. And like their mouth is open with their just recording and taking selfies. It was more of a photo op opportunity as opposed to them going there with like a goal or right. like right. or right. like demands. Right. And I think um, there was three types of people. There were the ones that went there to fuck shit up that there's always they're always there at every single protest. Whatever group, there's always somebody that just wants to mayhem, wants chaos. Let me just destroy stuff uh, in every single place, everywhere. Right, there's right. always somebody like that. I think there were the people that were there genuinely to support Trump and um, just say, uh, show their support one way or another. And those were the ones that you're saying, like, they show up like, oh, shit, what do we do now? Like, we're in here uh, now. Man, I don't know. I, I saw the same kind of look in even the the people who were in the, the front lines, they were uh, in the you know the pictures we all see now, mm-hmm. like that guy with the bear hat on, and that's epic though. People. You gotta you gotta give it up to that I guy, don't know, man. man. <laughs> uh, maybe I just don't understand show up that, like that. that show up like that interdimensional spirituality, or you know, is a different. There's a video of him uh, online uh, showing, like, somebody actually interviewed him, and he was talking about uh, that the horns. And the fur of the fox and how that's becomes trickster. And then he started quoting like this, this for Native Americans, this is what it means. And I don't know, he wasn't making sense. I man, mean, but. he was saying that uh, because of his third eye uh, as right. being a shaman, it allowed him to see all the shadow or, or work <laughs> happening and people in the background. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's just, I don't know, that's just... He's just more of a mascot, in my opinion, of how toxic the spiritual community has been now. He became he became he became that, like yeah, the definitely. mascot of like all these different uh, ideologies that are just terrible. Right. With and there was the people there that didn't go in. There was people there that stayed back. That once the curfew kicked in, everybody went home. There was people there that you know they do have this ideology and they do believe and back up the presidents, which is the right to have their opinion. Right, right. So, so we did have this whole this whole mixture, but um, I do blame the media for this. And I think you mentioned on it. I do blame the media in the way that they polarize it. And I think the liberal media and the sense of CNN kind of wanted this to happen. Now they're sitting on their high horses, yeah. sitting there how they're so um, righteous and how horrible Trump is for allowing this to happen. And once again, we're going back when they say like darkest yeah. day in American history and yeah, how dare he do this and how dare he do that. They're just playing the victim and they just want to, they just want to present that to, to the American public. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what they do now that they control, uh, you know, all three house, branches, all three branches, all three branches now. they do. Have and control. so, you know, before like that, um, 
stimulus check, right, to help people um, that was re- that recently got vetoed. Right. They literally they literally blamed it on the Republicans Correct. and Trump. Correct. Now, like you know, so we should be getting that check soon, right? So hopefully, yeah, man. Hoping, hopefully, right? <laughs> I just hope it's not deja vu as like uh, when um, Obama became president after uh, George W. Bush, like. A lot of people had the same reservations. Like, look, this this is it, you know, oh, first black president, mm-hmm. Democratic uh, House, Senate, and uh, think things are gonna change. But as you know, it it didn't really. I mean, right. did it really? Um, it changed for corporations, right? It changed yes. for the, the did it help the banks in two thousand and eight, the banks and, and all of that. So, I just hope people don't don't go don't go to sleep because or think that. Everything's been solved because the Democrats are in. Are and there is out. a large group of people that do think that because the big bad orange man, yeah. as they painted, yep. now he's gone. Right. He's the cause of all of our problems, yeah. all of our anxiety. And now that he's gone, now order, which which this is what was their model, right? It was their model of put Biden back to uh, normalcy. That was yeah. a model of that we're going to put him, we're not going to put uh, crazy Bernie, we're not going to put uh, any other person that has a socialist agenda, that's what they were saying, we're mm-hmm. going to go back to normal. And is that sense. And I think it will be your job, and I hope to do more podcasts, definitely, with you, yeah. to, in order to criticize and to point out that now they do have three branches of government. What are you going to do about it? I remember in a debate, Trump and Biden, and Trump called them out and he said, well, you're talking about all these policies that you want to implement. Why didn't you do them when you were with Obama? And Biden answered by saying, well, we had a Republican Senate that didn't let us. Well, that excuse is out the window now. Yeah, but I think it was like his first half of his presidency, Obama's, yeah. right? he did have control of the three did, branches as well have, at some yeah. point, definitely. Yeah. So we are definitely going to see uh, the shifts in there. But when you look at that speech that Trump gave the morning on Wednesday, yeah, that speech in the morning when he rallied up his troops. It wasn't him, man. It was a deep fake. They made him do it. It wasn't him. He's still out there. They have him hostage. <laughs> QAnons, man. There yeah. you go. There you go. But but he did give a speech yeah, he did. when he's he did, in front right. of his crowd and telling them we are going to march. I am here. I'm going. Oh, you with mean you. B- before before the? Oh, you're talking about the one yeah, where I was he's... talking about after when he when he was. It looked like they were holding a gun to his head and he had to apologize. Yeah, yeah. So and before was... we go into that, before we go into yeah, that, yeah. there's a lot to say there, but um. You know, he's wait, there wait, in the actually, morning. Actually, can I can I maybe play that video of that Qunan shaman? Yeah, go ahead, that, go ahead. That, guy with the horns. Yeah, the guy with the horns. You know, um, let me see if I can if it lets me sign in here real quick. Actually, I thought I had it set up, but I mean, it's gonna be iconic. Did you see that the Simpsons had a picture of something like that? What? There's a picture that, circulating it's, online. It's photo. It's photoshopped. Like it has the to tattoos be. And, and all that kind of stuff. It but, has to be, right? Because yeah. if not, that just proves that these fuckers are time travelers. Who? Oh. The Simpsons creators, <laughs> yeah. man. To predict the guy. Yeah, I mean, they've been... But they've been, they've been I don't know, man. Like, it was chaos. But to see that guy just standing there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's quite a picture to show what is going on in the United States. If you would have told me on Tuesday, hey, a group of people are going to take over and that Capitol Police is going to completely fail and yeah. not stop them and not or not be prepared for this uh, type of masses. Because we know the type of numbers that Trump brings. Mm-hmm. This is not a surprise. Yeah. So we were talking about earlier. It's not a surprise. Joe Biden has a rally 
he has what six people, seven people because of social distancing and mask, and they don't really allow them. But Trump, Do they have. <laughs> I've seen uh, Joe Biden's uh, crowd responses, and it's just like uh, cars honking. Like <laughs> 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 he says something, and then it's like. People are supposed to clap and I hear bah, like honking. It just seems surreal. Like when you see I that clip out one, of context, kind of like, a, like what is he just talking to a bunch of the Cars movie? Like, <laughs> um, okay, I found oh, a video. Uh, I think it's gonna queue up right now. Um, the United States, it is all over the globe because what it deals. But he also was at these really high levels of economic power, which kind of pushed him in the door to know what's actually going on at these higher levels. Okay, so as he became president, he now has all this back knowledge about all this stuff behind the scenes that normally presidents don't know. And if they do know, they're usually a part of it. All right. So President Trump is kind of like a whistleblower. Okay, but he's not actually like coming out and saying they're trafficking. Hey, I'm on camera, bro. Yeah, he's not actually coming right out and saying it's a bunch of satanic pedophiles trafficking these children, that it's all blackmail and blah, 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 blah. However. I'm trying to in find that one part where he says he's a uh, underground military bases. All it's quite a long interview, then. Yeah, this is a ten-minute one. So oh man, what we're seeing online like was like the, they've used things like hate. Come out and told everybody everything that's going on. Yeah, your end here. Okay, so this symbol being the symbol that uh, it's just ridiculous. Pain, if you just YouTube QAnon shaman, like it's this is like, like a global. And, and it's crazy that all of this was documented and. You know, when they talk about Coop and the darkest day in American history and all these people had an agenda, these people generally showed up and were doing interviews. Yeah. They were coming out on cameras. They were recording. There was a set, oh, there was an assemblyman from West Virginia, I believe, mm -hmm. that he stormed the Capitol with the group of people and he's live. He just got elected. He's an elected really? official in I West Virginia, like an assemblyman yeah. um, from some town or something. And he is like recording on his phone mm -hmm. and he's posting it online and he's like, yeah, let's go in, let's go in. And then after all of the backlash happened, he deleted the tweet uh, in, in the nighttime, <laughs> the video, but people had already screen share it and they're calling for his resignation. Like he literally got elected, I believe in November, the elections. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, like a lot Not of these people were yeah. there, then this happens and now all of a sudden they don't know what to do. And I think just kind of the energy, the adrenaline, everybody being there and just, but you have people like him that believe Trump is a savior. Trump came to yeah, yeah. save them and expose. Now that he has the secrets, he's going to expose everyone. Yeah, Trump, Trump is the exception. He's been sent by God to save us all. He's the light warrior. And, um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's what they believe. And I mean, they generally believe that these politicians, the Democrats, like, for example, Nancy Pelosi is the personification of a demon. They think these people okay. are demons and are out there like, um, you know, take, kidnapping children, doing sacrifices, doing all these, these things. Um, and um, yeah, it's very sensationalized. It and it's was... a whole QAnon movement because I went down the rabbit hole once. Yeah, it's... just looking at them and just and what I've discovered was that it was anonymous, right? The person that kind of went in there and um, post started posting these things. Yeah, I mean the whole thing is like a Walmart version of the real anonymous, or that mm -hmm. started like back in like early two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. This is just like the Walmart version that's been almost in a way used to manipulate uh, certain people who are su su 
people who are susceptible to these kind of ideas. Do you think the person that started all these rumors and started posting these uh, things online, the original, I don't know what they call them, Q, right? That was his name. That's where they started at, at, the movement. Yeah, right. Yeah. Do you think it was intentional? Um, to start a movement of this? Yeah, kind of I mean, magnitude? that was his thing. He's like, I'm in the inside. This is, this is bigger than me. And... Um, I'm going to leak information. I'm in contact with Trump and he's going to give you guys like secret signs when he's talking to people or visiting the cameras, all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it was definitely like this. It's this weird sub movement culture. It's it's strange. Um, but uh, but but it actually it takes away from the real human trafficking that is going on. Not to say Correct. that it's not happening. Um, but it definitely takes away from, from, from the real world, um, situations where people are trafficked. Um, yeah, because working, um, you know, having experience in the child welfare department and all that right, stuff, right. um, you know, you get a report that somebody's being abused and I can see how a lot of these people from QAnon might be making these reports and might be calling in these hotlines with, uh, anonymous tips and overwhelming them with uh, like, hey, they're being trafficked, the children here, the children there, because they come out in a lot of videos saying that. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's like you're saying, it might be taken away from the actual movement and the actual people doing that, the work to liberate people from human trafficking. Yeah, it's almost like, yeah, it's it's co-opted it and, and people when, you know, they think of human trafficking now, they're like, oh, you, you must be one of those QAnons. Like no, it's it's legitimately happening. Right, that is and, happening, and it's happening here it's, in the United States. Yeah, and it's, it's very dark, and um, it's it's sad that uh, you know maybe people who who are out there doing their work that they're they're them doing their work may be affected, or they may not be able to do it as efficiently because you know what that might be something interesting. I might have to uh, look into that. How yeah. has like that movement or the whole work of people doing it? How has it been affected since this QAnon uh, conspiracy theories have yeah. uh, been? Because yeah. I mean, if you want to go look at where you know people are kidnapped at high rates, look at where oil refineries or a lot of oil uh, companies set up base. Like, talk about a concentration of power and money and the ability to do anything. Is these these oil companies can do anything, and the. the disappearance rate or people disappearing or being kidnapped in those in those areas are is high yeah and then you have uh, you have these companies where they have workers come and go come for six eight months and then go exactly and then they don't even check their backgrounds They're exactly they just them. come into a town work for like you know the project or whatever then they dip and they treat it like you know worse than you know how people show up at Vegas sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Not a yeah, but yeah, but and going back to to what happened on the on on the six, I think um, it was definitely. I know I was shocked. I, I was I had a hard time even getting back to work and just wrapping my brain around everything that was going on. But I think this also showed the politicians they're not untouchable. Yeah, yeah, no, no, definitely. I think. Uh, um, I think I was listening to Democracy Now! and they were saying like, oh, how could you imagine like living in a world where politicians are having to hide, mm -hmm. you know, and duck? And somebody pointed out, well, these same people vote for wars. These same people vote for bombs I did see a to picture, go off. I did see a picture of, I said, you, these are the ones that send your children to war. Exactly. And then like, you know, um, now they're playing the victim in, in that sense. But um, yeah, I, I, I get, 
And yeah, you know, I've been telling people if it was anybody but the Trump camp who stormed Congress, mm-hmm. I'd be on board. Like if it was <laughs> if it was the furries, if it was like uh, you know, uh, I don't know anybody who other than that, I'd be like, okay. But but, but to, yeah. and and to be fair, I was listening to a couple of interviews of this uh this this Trump supporters that were there and they stormed the Capitol, and you know what. It was horrific what they did. It was wrong what they did, and one person died from uh, there. I think got uh, shot. No, I think a total of four people. It's five now with a capital a police officer that died. Oh, an officer so today, died. and a like officer. a, a capital police officer yeah. died. One, I but think one I, girl I got think shot. I, I think the girl got shot. Yes, there's uh, videos online. Yeah, yeah there's, there's crazy so many that angles. To see I it. think the it was a security guard for. Um, uh, Mitch's personal security guards. Interesting. Yeah, I think it was. One We're gonna of, have to fact check you. Yeah, moment. no, definitely okay. fact check me on that. But I think that's what that's what I've heard. So, so, um, so, but, 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 when they were interviewing these people, and when they were showing up, I did have to agree with them on one of the things that they were saying when they said, "These politicians work for us." Now it was wrong what they did. It was horrible the way that they did it. It's not supposed to be done like that. But I think some of these politicians, man, forget that they work for the people. Um, yeah, I mean, def- that they have been. You know, a lot of people. I mean, come on, they 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 were okay with giving you six hundred dollars for exactly. What well, after eight months? After eight months, you right? Know? And it's... so, if yeah, I mean, they didn't miss a paycheck though. Yeah, they they didn't, right? Um, and so yeah, I I, I think I mean. The Trump camp is probably a combination of people who are genuinely disgusted with what's happening mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. in in Congress and D.C. and Washington and everything, right? Um, and so they may have been, may have been, you know, fall into, the, join that group because of that only, that only reason, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That reason only. And um, I was talking to somebody and they were telling me like, look, they look privileged, they're privileged, they're privileged. And I was like, well, yes and no. They're also exercising well, their rights. Because, what, do you, what do you mean they were, or what would they mean by their privilege? That they didn't get like the, shot? Because no. I think there were like less than 200 arrests, less than 150 arrests. Yeah. But they were talking about more in the privilege in the sense of like they feel entitled. Like because mm-hmm. they're white, they feel entitled that they can go up to the Capitol mm-hmm. and they can storm it or or at least... Before the the storming happened, like the interviews that were going on, uh, there was a guy saying, they work for us. This is our house. Yeah. And in reality, it is. I mean, that is bro, the people's house. I, yeah. But I've heard that at every part- protest I go to. Correct. Correct. Like, and I'm not talking about protest. Trump. I'm talking yeah. about people. People oh, yeah, in general. Yeah, the yeah. American people. I'm not talking about yeah. Trumpers. I'm not yeah. talking about them. I'm just talking about that. I think sometimes these politicians forget who they work for. Like yeah. you just said. They did not miss a paycheck. Coronavirus has not affected them because the government did not shut down. They did not miss a paycheck. They kept having their job. Right. Oh, yeah. What? Nancy Pelosi had to go to a salon and had to open it up. Oh, what an inconvenience. Right. Right. In that sense. Like, well, what about all these restaurants that are shut down? What about all these people struggling in small little towns uh, that are not getting any tourists? They're not getting any type of income. So I think these politicians forget that. And I think this also reminded them. This was the Trump supporters. Now imagine if the whole United States were like, or the, like people were to unite I mean, but, from different camps. But I mean, people were doing it this this summer, though. Last summer, a lot of people, way more people, showed up uh, this summer for Black Lives Matter protest. And I don't think if I mean you can't deny the crowds. There's you know, thousands, thousands, way more than that. And 
I think somebody can look at that and be like, okay, uh, there may be something wrong where how we're running things. Definitely. You know, like they can't all be like, I can't be right. And, you know, they can't all be wrong. Right. So if we take up, and I like what you're saying. So if we take an objective position right now, you had the summer where it was a whole Black Lives Matter movement showing up to the Capitol to protest. And now you have a whole Trump. So who's right and who's wrong? Right. Well, I think what you're saying is like, well, look at the system. Because the system is affecting both of them. Whether you agree or whether you don't agree, these people from like the Trumpers or whatever, they feel disenfranchised. They feel like they're um, not being heard mm-hmm. in the middle of the country, in the small towns. Mm-hmm. And now you have Black Lives Matter where they also have their points of views. So, well, maybe we have to look at this system that allows politicians to be in power for 47 years. Joe Biden. Right, right. No, I mean, McConnell, for sure. That, Nancy that's, Pelosi's. Yeah, as, as far as like the... the uh, the bigger picture, like we, um, you know, it's been the elite, the people who are at the top and the people who don't have much or, or struggling, um, you know, the, the middle class. And then you class, give them $600. Yeah, the middle class has disappeared and um, now there's people who are barely making it through struggling and then there's people who are, have way more. And so, yeah, I think uh, the left and the right are definitely... It would be wrong to think the left again. The left and the right would be wrong to think that the elites or the people upstairs, up there, have you know are are thinking about them, and and or want I don't know are working towards them because I mean come on like six hundred dollars that's ridiculous for, man for this like that's ridiculous and and I I think I think this I mean the last year we saw how how dysfunctional our government's been and it's creating in for the right and the left right how dysfunctional and so it's creating a it's creating an oppositional movement to and i hope to the right and the left right a third option Mm. right um i just hope it doesn't get funneled into if you just oppose the government, you're with this crowd now. And, and, and that's... Know, and anything that you say to challenge the Democrats, um, you're going to be automatically put in that camp. And that's why I think it's dangerous, the power that we have allowed the media to have and what happened today with Trump. I still don't know how I feel about all these platforms banning Trump. Because look, he does, he did cause this. It was his rhetoric. It was him um, pumping up the crowds. It was him literally telling it on video, we're going to march down through the Capitol and we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it because we're weak. We're going to show force. We're going to be strong. We're going to show up and we're going to go in there and I'm going to walk in there with you. Those were his words. And I do agree. He does spread hate. He's spreading all of this misinformation in regards to him being a sore loser his own attorney general, State Department, everybody has said there's no evidence of fraud. There's no evidence. His people have said it. There's no evidence of fraud. And he continues to say there's evidence of fraud. Yeah, I, I mean, I I think, uh, I mean, they were, I don't know, man. The, the, whole, the whole thing is, is it's weird. I think the way they're positioning the argument is like, we're not trying to steal the election. We're trying to take it back. Um, and without, 
and so that's already positioning it as like assuming that it's there's there's been stolen, like Correct. right? We're we're taking it back based on his words. But, yeah, and and there hasn't really been any evidence of that. I don't think they they've shown. Rudy any, Giuliani any, came up. Um, I forgot who's the other lady that came out. Uh, that now is being sued by the company that makes the voting machines for $1.3 billion because okay. she came out and said that those machines were the ones used in Venezuela and that in Venezuela they rigged the election yeah. and then now they were rigging the election for for um, for Biden, but she never provided one single piece of evidence. Yeah. So yeah. now they're I mean, suing her for defamation for like $1.3 billion. Exactly. And exactly, it's like, uh, um, you know, we... it's. Fox News is part of mainstream media for True. sure, and a lot of what they were saying, which was like that. Oh, they're saying that you know these these machines may be, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, hacked or may have been like rigged, rigged or the whole thing. But they weren't really providing any, any evidence, uh, and Donald Trump would say the same thing that they they're saying with. Oh, someone saying or they say or who's they like you know it's always been like a like a they or you know and with again without any any and, real and the evidence proof, the proof is also they went judge after judge after judge and it was judges appointed by trump that they went with this message about the rigged election and no judge would take up the case because there was no evidence right right so i think that in itself for me is like okay there's a sense of democracy. You cannot tell me the whole country and the whole legal system on judges that he put up there. Even the Supreme Court rejected right. Right. Uh, his right. cases because there was no base into it. But so we agreed on that. We agreed yeah, I, to spread I think, all that. I, th I think that I heard, I forgot who, but I heard it. They say like, we know that there's going to be like fraud in an election or people going to attempt to. Um, yeah, that people were voting things and all this kind mm -hmm. of stuff. It's just about minimize, minimizing it, right? True. And they've put they put so many stops where they can see if there's any manipulation mm -hmm. or rigging happening, where they can detect it. Um, and but again, it's just about minimizing. It's gonna happen, yes, right? Yes, people because in the election, like there's gonna be cheating that kind of stuff. Yeah, there's a couple of dead people were right. voting, there was, but not not enough. I think they to said turn they, the they yeah, turn not correct, like correct. What, how many votes was he looking for? Like a million or something? I don't even know. Eleven thousand five hundred in yeah, Georgia. Like, hey, if you could <laughs> just find those call. votes. <laughs> but 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 once again, I would let me go back to my point where I was saying in regards to social media, we agreed on all of that misinformation spread by Trump. We agreed yeah. on his message, sending people to the Capitol and yeah. basically pumping them up, and in other words, telling them. Let's yeah. rush. Let's do it. Take it over, and I'm going to continue being the savior and just uh, soaking in into that glory that he was getting in those moments. But I don't agree with social media platforms banning him because we go back to yeah. what you were saying. Who makes them? Now, they are private companies. They do get to um, decide who does business with and who do they ban and everything else. But is it goes to that point where now if you like a picture or if you post something that might be conservative, are they going to start just banning you and they're going to start limiting you? I mean, they're, they... Based that, on their agenda? That That's something that a lot of uh, tech advocates or civil tech civil right advocates have been talking about is the control that these these companies have um, because the the product that they make is s such a big part of our life now, um, and culture, and 
Yeah, I mean, one thing that I mean, they're private companies. They can they can do that, but mm-hmm. we we give them that value, right? We by using it, we give it that value. Yeah, if we all just uh, stop using Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, then they lose their value. Exactly. Right? Like the same argument can be made, like with your data, right? Should these companies be allowed to do whatever they want with your data because mm-hmm. you're you're signing up for it for free? And mm-hmm. a lot of people have been saying like, no, they shouldn't. A lot of people actually wanna wanna make the shift over and declare like social media companies or companies like this to be like public utilities almost and mm-hmm. have them go to the public and be broken up and where they there's there's more of a, a governmental oversight. And that's what I had, that's what had Elizabeth Warren yeah. kind of uh, was making those points and making those uh, push for legislations. And a couple of years ago, she was seen as crazy as a completely outside left yeah. radical. I'm, but now it makes sense. Yeah. Like now it's like you're we're talking about this and it's like, well, how much power do they have? Why do they get to determine who has a voice and who doesn't based on whatever political movement's going on? Yeah, I mean, and, and they play their favorites, like, you know, the people who own these companies, like, you know, but they're, again, but it's kind of easy to see what the what, what these corporations are going to do because at the end of the day, all they want is profit, right? At the right. end of the day, all they want is more money. And so if, and, uh, uh, investor or an, a company that wants to put ads feels unsure because of some pages that are your, on mm-hmm. on your website then that company's going to have no problem getting rid of that if it means like that they can allow that company to invest and point. give them money good point. Good right point. and so they're only going to look into that and so it makes sense if you're looking at it in that way and right now it's kind of like as you're talking I'm just thinking about this is like they use Trump and Trump was their puppet because he did bring so many people to Twitter, to Instagram, to see what is he gonna tweet now? What is he gonna do? And yeah, I know that I yeah. got I ended up getting Twitter and I was because following of Trump? Him. Whoa. Not because of him, but yeah. I just wanted to see like, okay, what's the next shit that he's gonna say? Like, oh, what course, the fuck yeah. is he gonna do? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And now that they're seeing that, okay, he's no longer a use to us. Let's just get rid of him. Because now he's being bad for our ads, for uh, for advertising. Bro, I mean, companies. they they permanently banned him. Twitch banned him. I didn't even know. He had I didn't a even Twitch know he had a channel. Twitch. Exactly. I, sh- I would have tuned in. <laughs> Play- Twitch playing. What is it called? Trump playing Call of Duty or Among uh, Us. Uh, fuck. You're the traitor. I'm the traitor. <laughs> He's a traitor. That Chinese guy's a traitor. Um, but but I, I um, I think in that sense um, and it sucks, man. It's I was looking at what was happening on Wednesday, on Thursday, and seeing all these hypocrites. And that's what I'm gonna call them hypocrites. Just resigning from their jobs. It's like this is the same Trump that has been in power for four years, man. It's the same guy. And now, uh, was it DeVos, uh, Secretary of Education, yeah. quit based on principle? Like what, bro? Even Mitch McConnell's wife is quit. part of transportation yeah. department. Yeah, you know. So it's fucking no. Nah, I mean, I think, I, I mean, he probably pissed. He pissed off all. People. Like, you know, a lot of people, maybe they were all on board to a certain thing, or maybe they all... Do you think he still runs in 2024? Um, Damn, that's a good question. I don't... After this, actually, I would have... Before this, I would have said yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, After, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, I'm kind of... I don't know if excited is the right word, but, you know, the MAGA News Network is definitely coming, right? Ooh. The Alt News Network Ooh. or the Alt Facts Network. Oh, you know, <laughs> alternative facts. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. it's it's definitely coming. Um, is it a bad thing? Well, we have to wait until we see. What I mean, he actually bro, puts out there. I mean, I think it's a bad thing. Look what it created. It went to true, you know, true, true, true. That's 
and and because so, it will be it will be a propaganda machine for him and his for movement. sure and again we know the internet's a huge place and it has its corners where you know shit can just grow mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if you know that it's just like it did now like you know same thing and now if you have more of a uh of structured you know maga news org or whatever mm-hmm. um that that's that's very dangerous and, and, you know? but now now what i'm wondering is because i've been seeing a lot of posts online where his supporters are calling him a sellout where his supporters are saying like oh look at him i saw a long post that said some guys like i wasted my savings to get an airplane ticket and miss a day from work in order to be there to storm the capital i risked my life now i'm wanted the fbi yeah. is looking for me yeah. and now he turned his back on us yeah uh, what a uh, fucking coward like that was the pose that it was saying so it's like how do you regain all those supporters? Do they just magically forget? And they might, because we've seen I mean, this if, many if times. You, if you had to, if you had to, if you had to bet, like, do you think they're gonna stop? Like the Trump supporters, they're showing up like this. Um, if you had to make a bet, no, no, right? No, I don't think. And I think it's gonna be a lot of it uh, from the news. The news continues to divide people. The mainstream media continues to divide people and continues to. Uh, make them out to be horrible human beings right now, Mm -hmm. that everything they did was horrible, continue to put them in a corner, and then Trump's going to magically come back again, right? The MAGA news is going to come, and I'm here you go, I'm back, and I had to do what I had to do for whatever reason he's going to say. And it was the deep state and blah, 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 blah. And then he's going to come back with all those and regain his uh, popularity. Definitely the MAGA movement's not going away. Yeah, no, I think uh, it'll come back in a younger, more charismatic version, probably. Uh, and that's what we should be be vigilant for. You know, make sure that uh, it, it's not allowed to grow. Um, but it takes everybody's participation. You know, you can't just be selectively involved in, in your politics or what you choose to support mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. um, that's privilege. And a lot of people who are really facing these issues don't have that option. Correct. And I think uh, I honestly don't know why Joe Biden would decide to run. It's a horrible situation that he's on right now. Why did he decide to be president? This is you have. The oh, country. man, you didn't decide. It sounds like Democrats didn't have anybody else to, we had to come on. He people, was man. he was he was propped up like, you know, he was. But I don't know why. <sighs> I don't know. I Literally, just I guess... he came back from the dead, man. Like <laughs> <laughs> they put him in a freezer. <laughs> <laughs> they took him out of the freezer. Like right, I don't know. Talk. Like like look at the situation. The country is divided. Seventy four million people voted for Trump and continue to support the MAGA movement. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're pissed at Trump right now. In a couple of weeks, months, they'll be they'll forget about it and continue to fight against socialism and against uh, the left trying to take over their lives because that's what the media tells them, right? Fox News. Yeah, um, Fox They're News. surviving for their lives because they're coming to for your children and they're yeah. gonna, the liberals are going to take over your children. And But look, the country's <laughs> divided. You're in the they're middle of a pandemic. <laughs> You're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, big corporations are making money, but small businesses are crushing people. That The um, um, eviction, once it kicks off, once it's done. It's yeah, I think they, they people, uh, uh, extended it till May. Um, and and I think but, that just continues to be a bandaid over a bandaid. Oh, of like, course, oh, let's extend yeah. it. Let's extend no. it. Ever oh. people have people are getting evicted though. Um, not in like it. I've seen it's happened here in LA. I've seen uh, Los Angeles Sheriff's Department has been evicting a couple people. Damn. Um, so 
you guys do don't think it's him? gonna happen, it's it's going and it and once, it's coming. Once it fucking ends, shit's gonna hit the fan, man. And you're gonna have all these people getting evicted. You're gonna have sheriffs just working overtime, just evicting people. And it's gonna be horrible. It's gonna be horrible to watch. And then we might start seeing uh, big corporations stepping in and buying all these properties for landlords that can't afford it because they have all these people evicted. They have to pay all these fees and going through all of this. Yeah, half of Disneyland. I mean, half of California is gonna belong to Disneyland, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be creepy. Uh, Mickey Mouse buildings everywhere. But hey man, but yeah. but where do we go from here? I think the country it's in a it's in a horrible shape. I don't think Joe Biden and Kamala did a great job when they came out with their dis- divisiveness in the speech. Did you listen to it? No, no. What what did they say? What do you mean? <sighs> Once again, making everything about race. Okay. And appealing to mm-hmm. their people, just what Trump was done, appealing to the to the left, appealing to the more moderate in the sense of they came out and said. Nobody can, Joe Biden said, nobody can tell me that if there were uh, Black Lives Matter protests that the cops wouldn't have acted the way that they acted. Nobody can tell me that. I mean, but, but he's not wrong by saying that. Though. He's not wrong. I don't think it was supposed to be said at that moment. I don't know. I, I feel like if, you I can, think it, I think it was. They continue to drive that race thing. They continue nah. to bring the divisiveness. Yeah, but. Uh, what who, did that solve? Who, who, who is he calling out there though? Trump supporters. No, no, no. He's saying Trump supporters, no, not no. white people, though, because no, 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 he no. didn't. He did not specifically said because you're white. No, no, no. You you said that he said that um, you know the Black Lives Matter protesters would have been shot if he would have done that. Right, right. right. Went, I think who's he, who he critiquing there though? or something? The cops. The cops, right? Yeah, that's definitely an issue, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. So in that sense, like he's not wrong by saying that. Correct, and because right? we there's footage of the cops. Like holding hands with literally with some of these people storming taking that selfies, building, taking selfies, taking selfies, letting them through the gates, right? And so, I, I again, I is he are they going to do anything about it? Is he going to go beyond that? Him that's, just saying that's that? where it's we got to hold them well, accountable, yeah, right? It's not, and that's what I say. When he goes up there and gives the speeches, it just brings this divisiveness to our country because he's not going to do nothing about it. I, I mean. I, I, well, we got to see, yeah, right? Because we're just speculating yeah. no, right I now. Mean, but I, again, it's we're gonna see. Like literally, they got the floor. They got the floor, and so yeah, it's up to us to continue to put the pressure, keep showing up. Um, you know, the I did a lot of filming over the summer, and um, we made it a point to stop filming up up until the uh, the election when it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did one more day of filming, actually. Um, and we wanted to talk to the people who came out on 11, on November 4th, Mm -hmm. because the election was on third, right? Mm -hmm. And wanted to ask them how important it was to continue to show up after the election. And yeah, um, well, that's the point we want to drive in, in this documentary. Um, and, um. Yeah, a lot of people who talk to are on the same page that um, just because a Democrat isn't, you know, got elected doesn't mean that things are going to get better. We we should stop showing up. Um, there were definitely less people, less people on the fourth and the third protesting. Yeah, Pro- just showing just up, showing up, not, not even protesting. Where just uh, in a- actions like uh, here in in the San Fernando Valley. Uh, Valley of Change has been out there protesting close to 200 days mm-hmm, mm-hmm. peacefully, you know, and um, 
yeah, you know, just, just showing up to, to, to actions um, in that way. Even now. I mean, I get it because, you know, the pandemic and everything. Right. Do you think if the pandemic wasn't <clears throat> happening, all this would have happened at the numbers that it did? Or that pandemic kind of just started kind of uh, fast forward everything and push all the issues forward? Um, I mean, I've seen people show up, um, you know, to, to events that happen, police, police violence and, and that. Um, like that, maybe not that many people, uh, not that intense. I think it was like short and hot, like if that makes sense. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it it, it, it it didn't last that long, but when it did, it was intense. And I think that because people, because of the pandemic, people had a chance to sit uh, with themselves. And you're also plugged and, into your phone as well. Yeah, but it's also, I f like a lot of people that I was interviewing over the summer, um, one of the things that they kept saying was I began to question myself if I was just not going to do anything about it. Okay. okay. And I think because people got their time back because of quarantine, been able to sit a lot of people, it was a moral choice for them. Mm -hmm. Am I going to sit here and continue to let this happen? Because it has not been the first time that it gets you know, something like this happens, and especially if it's on uh, on film, right? It's not the first time being caught on camera. Um, but a lot of people really showed up this 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 summer because it was a moral. They had a moral obligation to show up. Um, I don't know if it would have been the same if if it wouldn't been uh, uh, with uh, for uh, quarantine. I don't uh, think you know? so. I don't think because then you would have events. <clears throat> people would have to make the choice. Well, do I want to go out with my friends or where I want to go out to this protest? Uh, yeah. Do I want to go and stand in the sun all day or do I want to go and have some drinks at a bar with my friends? Oh, man. And, and, and you know, the ones that are real and the ones that really care are going to show up no matter what. Right, um, right. But then you have those people that are on the fence about it. Uh, my fear is that now that Joe Biden is going to be the president and hopefully this vaccine starts being kicked off fast, by summer people start forgetting people start going back to our normal, <clears throat> which, you know, I'm yeah. a fault. I'll be one of them, no. uh, you know, going back to your routines that you had and then stop caring or stop pushing. Yeah, what's, uh? yeah, I I saw this post where people were saying that they wanted to just cancel 2020, forget about it, move on. And I think that's a huge mistake. Like, I think we shouldn't cancel the year that kind of woke us up and brought out these you know, these things we can improve on, these, these these issues that are affecting all of us. And this is just like in the next like five years, right? Like as humans, we're existentially facing climate change. And Correct. we can't even figure out like how to get cops to properly arrest somebody. How the hell are we going to figure out? How are we going to figure out, you know, the planet? You know, there's now more man-made waste than there are natural resources or natural <sighs> products. And, you know, and so... Fuck, man, we, we got a lot of work to do, you know, and um, I, you know, just just uh, do something, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, people have asked me, like, what can we do? Just do something, you know, donate, uh, share, um, listen to a different perspective, you know. I lit. I follow and listen to podcasts on that are right winged or on the right and on the left too. And you have to make up your your own. You have to come up to your own conclusions. You're gonna have to think about it. Um, right. You know, Don't because, trust the main media. Because again, just like the, the 
the uh, social media companies who are going to take down a post because it it um, it may threaten their their ad revenue. You know, the these mainstream media companies are doing the same thing, and um, what ends up happening is that this uh, reality that's not real ends up being broadcasted, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the. Yeah, and it's yeah, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So do we hold all the senators that were objecting the certification of the electoral votes? Do we hold them accountable for what happened on Wednesday? Yes, in your opinion. Yes, I think uh, their names should be uh, posted everywhere. They are. They are online. Um, And I think they they should be held accountable for that. I would disagree with you. Because they are congressmen and they do have in their duty to ask for a recount and to ask for them. Uh, they're exercising their congressional duty in regards to saying, no, I don't agree with this. At the end of the day, the majority oh, is going to yeah. win. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't mean like, oh, you should go to jail because you did that. I mean, we sh- everybody should know where you guys stood when this was happening. And they and do. So but, but, but because 20, 2022 uh-huh. comes... And Damn, there's the midterm. Which is in 2021, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, and when the midterms come, like everybody should be well aware where these motherfuckers were on January 6, 2001. True. True. But I think that you sh- you have to be very careful because if you look at CNN, they're going to paint them as monsters. Well, CNN is going to. Stop looking at CNN. Right. Bro. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. If you yeah. look at Fox News, they're going to paint them as patriots who were. Um, right. And exercising their congregational duties and right, their their, right. their, uh, their the laws and everything that they were doing, their jobs. Yeah. So you have to make up your own mind. I mean, but what are they worried about if they control the House, if they control everything, Democrats, right? If these one these you know minority of Republicans right, decided right. to well, the, and their selfish so, interests, they want to keep. So we, we shouldn't we shouldn't completely buy into like their their monsters. They just probably selfish selfish fools that. You know, and like you said, at the end of the day, you have to make up your own mind. Because I'll disagree with you. I don't think we should hold them accountable, because they were doing something within the law where we say we don't agree with this, and we mm. want to stand against it, and yeah. we want a recount. Now, who was the one that started inciting the violence? That started yeah. inciting yeah. Um, yeah. all of that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so who was the person that was inciting the violence? The one that was telling them to go in there? That was Trump. That's the person that gets. Yeah, but uh, you had Rudy blame. Giuliani saying trial by combat. No, 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 no. Yes. You know, yes, yes, like yes, right yes. before. And but I'm talking had... about more about the congressmen. Yeah, but they were all in there. To, I th- they're all in the same camp, man. I don't. I I think they at the whole the world should know you know who, where they stand. True. And true. And then they and, should be you know. When it comes to election, out of office, you know, they're the people that live in those states should decide whether they want to keep them, yeah, whether they want to have somebody like that uh, continue to, yeah, represent them in Congress or not. I think that's 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 up to the voters. Like you said, they shouldn't go to jail or anything like that because they're just doing their job, whether we agree or not. Way the way they handle yeah. it, yeah. as as I'll say, they're doing their job just like a cop is doing their job most of the time. Okay, but um. Where do we go from here, man? Um, wild first <clears throat> week. Uh, it seems like Trump's... They're probably going to do a shit show in regards to trying to impeach him, which we, he already got impeached once. It's ridiculous. It's just a anything. waste of time. Yes. Why are they doing that? Give like, us why? for $1,200. Why are they doing that? Like It's a waste they, of time. It's not going to do anything. Look, yeah, they just... Uh, again. Once again, Nancy Pelosi wants uh, to say that she impeached him twice or something like that. She stood in the right side of history. Uh, 
Um, Mike Pence did say, I mean, from the reports that have come out that he's not going to invoke the 25th Amendment. Um, I think they sat down with a couple of the generals and they kind of talked about the dangers of him having the nuclear codes. He's been having the nuclear codes for four years. Uh, but but I heard he hasn't had a briefing, like security briefing in like a month. Really? And so focus on... <laughs> so he, he hasn't movement. been at work in a month. <laughs> <laughs> they just switched the codes on him, man. Yeah, it's uh, just he won't even know. Play him a video of like... <laughs> he, he won't even know. <laughs> I did not know that. Just I did a, not know. Just that. put a screensaver or a computer on his <laughs> on his computer. Bombless guys. Um, but where do we go from here, man? Um, I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's only the eighth day of the year, and um, I feel like we. Uh, I mean, we should definitely not stop getting involved. Um. I think the mistake we can make is 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 not doing something. If that makes sense, like well, yeah. Well, I think the mistake, yeah. as you're saying, and you're, like kind of what you're saying is to believe that the Democrats are saviors. Yeah, and just like kind of like oh, they're in power, big bad orange men left. So now let's just all go back to our normal hideouts, and they're gonna take care of us. Yeah, no, no yeah, they're not. That's, that's, they're not. No. And I think they have a higher standard now. Uh, Joe Biden can hide behind, oh, we have Republican Congress. We have Republicans here. You're going to have two years, yeah. at least right yeah. now, two years of having control of the three branches of yep. government. Yep. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. How are you yeah. going to reshape America? How are you going to unite America? Right. It's, oh, it's, it's hard, man. Yeah. It's such a hard job that I do not wish to ever even have. Like, even think about that. Like, just, oh, no, man. Just It's just a hard situation. I think he's gonna. His priority should be this vaccine and just getting uh, COVID under control. Yeah, I mean, uh, getting making it accessible vaccine to as many people as as who choose to get it, and um, let's see what he does for um, you know immigration. Let's see what he does for uh, police reform, uh, which are the main topics, and. Yeah, so that's I mean, for everybody that's been affected, for small businesses, for everybody that has been affected and franchised through uh, COVID-19 and addressing, I think, the biggest problem. And I know you had a clip that you just you wanted to share because I think one of the biggest problem is just how uh, how many billionaires have been made during this pandemic and how many people are just continuing to being pushed down in regards to uh, just being more poor and through poverty. Yeah, it's uh, it's this weird. I think we just need to look around next to each other and see that we have more in common than uh, our differences. Um, and stop listening to with the media, Fox News, CNN, Univision. For sure. my Latinos out there, Telemundo. Telemundo. You guys gotta stop watching that garbage. Um, Every time I watch Univision or go into my mom's house and see it, it's something about immigration is coming to knock at your door. Yeah. Every single day fear. about something else Nothing just but based fear. on fear. Nothing but fear. And so um, support uh, independent media. I will tell you guys, support independent journalists um, because they are on the front lines and a lot of them are doing it. Um, because it's the right thing to do. No, nobody's out there making, you know, money like these. Um, 
yeah, we're back. Uh, sorry, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty, but um, yeah, what, what was I? What was I saying? Just uh, think for yourself. Yeah, look at independent media. Look, support independent media. Support independent journalists. Um, they're out there doing the work selflessly and um, in the name of of truth. And in don't be polarized. Don't be polarized by just one view. I was uh, I was in class last time. And I remember somebody telling, sharing with the class and saying how they started deleting all the all the people that kind of are Trump supporters. Right, right. And I think that's a yeah. problem. That's a problem. Stop taking people off that disagree with you. Yeah. We live together. They might be your neighbors, right? They have a point of view. At the end of the day, this COVID-19 is affecting all of us. Mm-hmm. It's affecting a lot of people. You don't think the people in the middle of the country are being affected right now? In the small towns, they're being super affected as well. It's just I like mean, in the they're cities. out there without masks too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's being affected. Their businesses shutting down, I everything else. Yeah. Uh, I Even think- if it wasn't for this right now, um, for the past ten years. Uh, people in middle America definitely feel like they've gotten the short end of the... And that's why thing. Trump's that's message why, yeah. resounded with them so that's much. I'm coming here them, to so. save you and being your boys. So the, uh-huh. the worst should. thing we could do is uh, polarizing and only looking at things that feed our narratives. But we have, yeah. to, we have to listen to the other side and have those damn conversations. And be aware of your social media timeline. Ooh. And everything Ooh. that you like, be careful you don't create an echo chamber where you're only you're your own yes man you know you're conf- you're confirming your own biases by just choosing to follow pages that you only agree with mm-hmm. and news that you only agree with yeah, yeah. so that's one thing to curate your timeline on whatever social media platform you choose to use and be aware that of your own biases you know that's also one thing, you know, because at the end, um, your computers are coded by us mm-hmm. and the biases that these computers or programs do are just a, you know, a reflection of us. Yeah. Whatever you like, uh, it's going to be the information you're going to continue to get on your uh, media feed. And we have to be very, very careful about that and stop letting Twitter, Facebook, Instagram dictate what we think. Yeah, just get out there, talk to your neighbors, you know, talk to your neighbors, um, have those, those, you'll, you'll be surprised that you have more in common mm-hmm. than, than what you thought. Yeah. You have a clip you want to share? Uh, just a small clip, maybe just the front, but, uh, let me see here. Martha in Kissing Me, Florida. Martha, this what is a, a C-SPAN calls in. As you watch the, this, what are you thinking? On? This is nothing more than a symptom of what has been going on for years, for decades. The uneducated have been cheated out of good schools, good jobs, factories, and other jobs locked down, taken to other countries. And these corporations still getting these tax breaks. And as for those who are educated, how many people are indifferent who laugh when others talk to them about voting? Voting needs to be made into a law where we have to do it as an obligation, like they do in Australia. We pay taxes, no argument. We have to go to jury duty, no argument. We have to vote. We have to register and vote in every election, no argument. This is nothing more than a result of the 
this place that between our elite and privileged government and the people who have been cheated for more than 40 years. The poor are getting poorer, the rich are getting richer. Who is going to step up? We need to step up and vote from oh. dog cat to the president. Oh. From dog cat to the president. Is that dog, what she said? Dog cat? What? Dog cat? I don't uh, know what she said at uh, the end. But I, I totally agree with her. I think it should be uh, mandatory. I think if you get any type of public service, you should be mandated to both for whoever you want to vote for. Um, definitely should be a requirement to get more people to vote out there. I mean, voting makes such a big difference, especially yeah. on the local levels. Yeah. I mean, I, I think her call and the reason why I wanted to share it is just because it, uh, towards the middle of, of it, uh, it seemed pretty genuine. How compassion for the other side is uh, what what's needed in order for the world to get better. Um, and so... I've today, like, for example, or after, you know, all of this, like, I've found myself just wanting to be nicer to people because I know that they may be experiencing, I don't know what they're experiencing. You know, I don't, I don't know. And, 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 uh, I just want to be a positive and, and light. So I always, you know, just be nicer to each other, <laughs> definitely, definitely. you know, compassion, nicer to each other, you know, don't. Don't judge and don't don't assume. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, we can wrap it up there yeah. in regards yeah. to just uh, be more compassionate towards your neighbor, be compassionate towards the Trump supporter, the Black Lives Matter supporter, yeah. whatever movement they support, <clears throat> uh, because they also have a reason why they're doing that. They have uh, everybody has their own reasons to support their own causes. Uh, be compassionate. Definitely, we're yeah. all against violence. We're all against. Uh, violating other people's space rights, uh, violating their um, right property or anything like that. Definitely Everybody deserves them. to live a life of dignity Definitely. for them and their children. Everyone. 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 From here in L.A. to people in Yemen to people in Venezuela to people in the Ukraine. Yeah, okay. definitely. And I think uh, just uh, be compassionate. And uh, I think we, I think how we heal in the next coming years is continue to having conversations. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, thanks for always love talking to you, man. You know, have good conversations. And uh, I look forward to, you know, coming back and talking about other stuff. Maybe we can actually talk about last year. You know, we, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to talk <laughs> yeah. about it. but We kind of yeah. did, right? Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll review uh, some yeah. lessons that we learned. Uh, thank yeah, you so much. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for listening and have a good day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you found it beneficial in any way, please go ahead and share it with somebody who you think it will benefit their lives to listen to today's episode. And if you haven't already done so, please write a review on whatever platform you're listening to. This podcast, it will mean so much. I'd like to point you to our website, unravelingminds.com, where you can find some blog posts, previous episodes and or social links to Instagram, Facebook, and to anchor.fm, where you can support the podcast if you'd like to support financially, where you can also leave a message if you'd like to leave a message with some ideas, some topics that you'd like to discuss, or if you'd like to be a guest in the podcast, I'd love to collaborate. You can contact me through unravelingminds.com, or you can go through anchor.fm slash unravelingminds podcast and leave a message there. Thank you so much. And remember, we're not done. We're just getting started.